And ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another live rendition of Before the Three Count. I am your main man, Osiris, and I'm here with the host. (laughs) I'm here with the GPS with the most. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm here with the host with the most. Go ahead, sir. So, um, there we go. I just put it on yeah. mute. We'll be good going forward. All right, cool. It's, uh, it's your boy, the unnamed host, a.k.a. Uh, uh, Soda Pop Paninsky. Oh, <laughs> it old school punch out. Yeah, man. <clears throat> so you know, okay. you know how we're doing it in the, you know, 2020. Absolutely, plus even one. in 2021, right? <laughs> plus one, plus one, <laughs> plus one, plus one. I've got, a, I've got a great Mike Tyson punch out story. Actually, uh, we'll we'll save it for the Patreon, but uh, yeah, man. But it, it's fun. It's funny. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, you know, uh. What this week we'll be going over is uh, NXT 2.0. 2.0. They're, uh, I guess, doing a restart to the plant. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Live and in living color. No pun intended, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I was getting those type of vibes when I saw the uh, decorum that they were uh, <laughs> for the, the intro screen. Yes, sir. <clears throat> yes, sir. A lot of uh, bright colors. I guess, yeah, and they went with the new look to the, uh, is it still called yeah. the Capitol Wrestling Center? I don't know, but whatever, wherever they're um, broadcasting from, I'm still digging it because it's a very, it's almost like um, NWA, the current NWA uh, power type setup with like, okay, it's a very, I know what you're you know, uh, everybody was super close. Uh, like, I, I, well, not. When I say super close, everybody was still masked up, so I don't want to put like anything out there that you know <laughs> people are on top of each other. But like I said, it's very intimate. Uh, it was like one of those old school, like I said, like the current NWA or like the old school setting WCW, um, you know, audience. Very, very tiny. Uh, but I'm digging. In, I'm digging the new, you know, layout of uh, NXT 2.0, and I think they got the original. Look like by the camera angles how the original NXT was uh, broadcasting. So. I'm definitely digging it. I, uh, from what I hear, you know, in the dirt sheets and the rumor mill, is that uh, Kevin Dunn was uh, there producing the show. Okay, well, doesn't he normally produce these shows? Not NXT. Um, NXT oh, okay. has been Triple H's uh, baby. Okay, so he's been doing uh, Raw SmackDown. Yes, Kevin Dunn, uh, long time, long time uh, director for uh, Raw SmackDown. All right. Well, it definitely shows, um, you know, just by the presentation. Like I said, it's very bright uh, <laughs> with the colors. Like I said, it reminded me of the intro to Living Color. Um, but yeah, um, you did mention, you know, uh, Kevin Dunn now is taking over Triple H, I guess, while he's, uh, you know, recuperating from his uh, surgery. So uh, we'll see how this comes along. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. The uh, Again, going to the dirt sheets and the rumor mill, they're saying that uh, Vince and Pritchard are uh, going to be a lot more hands-on with NXT. 
Um, Vince is looking for specific guys. Uh, he doesn't want any more of the quote-unquote indie talent. And they just want to make their own homegrown stars. Right. Which is uh, sort of different uh, for Vince because, as you mentioned, I think last week's episode, he's known for, you know, pillaging uh, performance from other, at the time, you know, territories and promotions. So this one, you know, is going to be all in-house which is going to be different. Um, I think maybe the closest that we could have saw that was possibly maybe during the Attitude Era, uh, where a lot of guys were probably from other promotions, but not big, you know, on the, they weren't like, you know, top tier guys at the time. Uh, but yeah, it should be interesting. Um, Definitely should be interesting. And uh, yeah, I mean, the Attitude Era, it, it's, it's funny. I'm like, the Attitude Era was the end of the um, territory. You know, the territory right. ended in like the mid '90s. Mid South, right. I think, was the last one to go. Um, yeah, uh, Smoky Mountain, I think, weren't they? Because uh, wasn't when ECW was going on, wasn't uh, Smoky Mountain still prevalent? Yeah, Smoky Mountain was still. Uh, but that even, I mean, that that was out by the Attitude Era. I want to say, like '94, '95. Yeah, Smoky Mountain, well, when did, Smoky Mountain was definitely still running 94, 95, but I think right. like 96, 97, Smoky Mountain was done. Was done. I was just yeah. saying, when did Cornette try to bring back the uh, Midnight Express? Oh, uh, not the Midnight Express, but the, uh, up the, the Rock and Roll Express. Express. The new Midnight, yeah, what? Yeah, that, that was, was like, early. <laughs> I feel like that was like 94, 95 in that ballpark, I want to say. Oh, for real? Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe yeah, even '93, because um, I feel like did they work with the? I feel like they worked with that the early. Spiders. Okay, well, who was the? It, it, it was um, because I'm thinking the new ones. I'm thinking of Marjanette and Al Snow, but that ain't right, oh, right? They, oh, that that new new new. Uh, were they the new rockers? I think. What? Okay, yeah, they you were might the be new right. Because uh, Al Snow is Leaf Cassidy. Okay, so was it um? What's his face? Randy Moore? Uh, uh, not Randy Morton. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Ricky, uh, Ricky Morton, right? And um, what was his tag partner's name? Robert Gibson. Robert Gibson. Did they have? They were in the Federation though for like a brief time, right? Um, I I honestly don't remember. I don't feel but, like they were ever. The- okay, because I felt like they brought in like the old school NWA title. Because it wasn't, wasn't it when Cornette, wasn't it like a tournament, like a Jim Crockett tournament that they brought in for in the WWF, like around 95, 96 during that Raw time? Well, Cornette had Dan Severn uh, as the NWA champion. And, and Severn was right. on the WWF. Right, and, and Severn was like 98. Yeah, and Severn was what, 90? Because Cornette, was, he was doing both promotions, right? The Smoky Mountain at the same time and WWF, or was he yeah. only doing WWF but using Smoky Mountain's name? Nope. Um, they, they, he was doing both for a period of time. It went from, uh, first he was doing okay. WWF, okay. Uh, and then he, okay. he left there, did Smoky Mountain, and then like, okay. I think he came back, uh, but while he was still running Smoky Mountain, they had like an agreement for a, a talent exchange. Oh, okay. Now this is what we're saying. What, like 95, 94? Or you saying even ninety three? I'm not great. I'm not great with years, but I'm gonna say. Actually, you know, what? I'm gonna say this was like ninety five because I'm trying to put together. I'm like, okay. when was Cornette managing Yokozuna and Owen Hart? 
Right. Uh, well, I, he didn't, I don't think he managed Owen, but with Yoko, wasn't that during WrestleMania 10? Was that the WrestleMania oh, 10 Wrestle- time period? Or was, or was, was that Fuji? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, I think Fuji was with Yoko the whole time. Okay. I think there was like a brief time where Cornette was with him for some reason. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, it'll well, be we'll interesting. We'll Google. have to do some homework on this. But yeah, be interesting to see what the results. Uh, but yeah, like you like you mentioned in the original thought uh, about the you know territories, that was like yeah. pretty much the attitude era. You know, the last time we were talking. Yes, the 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 end of the territories. I feel like bled into the attitude era. And so I was gonna say, and before I finish that thought, I also want to say while I'm thinking of it, we need a. Uh, I don't know. Joe Rogan has the guy Jamie. Where like yep. whenever Rogan's not sure about something, he's like, "Hey Jamie, like, what's the blah blah blah?" Jamie like looks it up. So we, we need a Jamie. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, I was gonna say. So when the when the territories completely died out uh, at that point, you know, you just had the indies, and ECW yep. was kind of like the big indie. Uh, but technically, they were they were pretty much part of the WWF because Vince had ownership in them. What we came later to find out. Well, Vince never had ownership, but he was he was pumping money into them. All right, but okay, but like <laughs> he, he had some. Yeah, the... it's kind of like us. Uh, what is it? Al Qaeda, I think it was that that we funded. Oh right, right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, he was he was, it, but he didn't like have a lot of say. No, that's true. Uh, but he was able to use them as like a training ground, though, so for AK, you know, for guys, or he could use, you know, any talent from them and just pretty much get them on on a whim. Yes, no, I, absolutely. Um, it, it was a mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah, but uh, I feel like that was also the point where WWE uh, or WWF at the time they they really did their first developmental. Um, it was. Um, Dr. Tom Pritchard and uh, Dory o- Funk. OVW? OVW? This is right before OVW. Like okay. Like, the first developmental, but I'm like, right before OVW, Dr. Tom Pritchard and Dory Funk, they, they were uh, running a thing, I, I, I think, between Florida and also at uh, Titan Towers in Connecticut. And uh, they were working okay. with guys like The Rock. Um, they worked with the Hardy Boys. They worked with Kurt Angle. Um, so it was like kind of homegrown talent. I mean, guys that hadn't okay. really been on the indie scene. Um, and so they were learning while they were under WWE contract. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, was was it was a promotion? USWA, was it? The one yeah, with Rocks was, was, was Flex Kavana. I swear on, on YouTube, I saw a, a clip of Vince, like, actually, they were saying, it was like, oh, this is, like, the birth of the Ming Man character, but he basically, like, cut a promo down there. Oh, that's really funny. Uh, yeah, because yeah, USWA uh, was yes. run by Jerry Lawler. That, that um, was it, yeah. And, yeah, Vince was sending his guys there to get experience um, in front of crowds. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, because if you saw if you saw a couple of clips, you'll see uh, Brian Lawler was down there. Like I said, The Rock was down there. I think um, uh, who else? Uh, I'm blanking on names, but yeah, it's interesting if you pull them up on uh, YouTube. Uh, oh, but yeah, we have to look that up. 
Yeah. Uh, now, was FCW part of the Federation as well? Uh, later on. Uh, okay. Af- after they de- after WWE departed with OVW, yep. uh, FCW uh, became the next developmental territory. And at that point, they were actually going to set up territories because they had FCW and then they okay. also had DSW, Deep South Wrestling, uh, in Georgia. Oh, okay. Who was... Um... Who was doing uh, Deep South Wrestling? Bill DeMott was the uh, guy down there. Ah, uh, okay. All right. A.K.A. Um, Hugh Morris. Yes, A.K.A. Hugh Morris. And, okay. And uh, a few little known facts. Uh, actually, you you know this guy, Quentin Michaels. Yep. Uh, he, he was down there at Deep South for a while. Nice. Um, who else was down there from New England? Um, Brian Palmer. Um that was the character he played on SmackDown, the attorney. I'm trying to remember what Brian Black was who he was up here. Okay. Uh, from Chaotic. He, he was a Deep South. Okay. Uh, I believe Ken Diego was a Deep South guy briefly. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> a, few, a few people went through Deep South. I, uh, <laughs> I actually regret because I was in Florida at the time. Right. And uh, when Quentin went over there, and Quentin and I were really tight. Right. But, uh, uh, he said he could have got me uh, some work down there, and uh, but I just happened. And uh, in hindsight, I'm like, man, I probably would have made some really good contacts if nothing else. But uh, yeah. here we are, you know. How long did that um, development developmental uh, last down there with Deep South? Maybe like a year, I want to say. And then uh, they oh. folded it in with FCW. Oh, okay. And uh, noble name from FCW, FCW was. Uh, Batista was down there, correct? No, Batista was an OVW guy. OVW, okay. Yeah, Batista was, was part of the there? most... He was also OVW. It was the most amazing wrestling okay. class ever. You've got Batista, okay. Randy Orton, John Cena, Shelton Benjamin, Brock Lesnar. Uh, I mean, I don't know if anyone remembers the Basham brothers, but uh, the Basham yep. brothers... Decent uh, tag team. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like them. Um, I think it's a shame. I don't know what ever happened. Uh, yeah, they saw them because they were during the um, ruthless aggression time period. Yeah, and saw them just like got dissolved the way. Yeah, really weird. Um, yeah. We'll have to look into that too. Figure out uh, what whatever happened to them. Right. But uh, but yeah, so um, all all those people in the same wrestling class. Okay, very impressive. Very impressive. Um, yeah. So, do you think with uh, now? The performance center, you think? We'll oh, get... Mark Jindrak and Sean O'Hare were also in that wrestling class. Yeah, but weren't they also already established from being in WCW as the uh, New Blood? Yes, they they were originally Power Plant guys, but they got sent to OVW. Um, as after... like a basically, uh, that WWE felt they needed to learn how to how to be trained. <laughs> oh, that's rough. So, uh, <clears throat> yes. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, do you think with the performance center we'll get we'll have a similar class? Um, I don't know. You think that was a, a one time, you know, catching lightning in the bottle type of thing? I, I feel like that was a one time catching lightning in the bottle kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I mean, that class is just outstanding. I mean, those are you know how many Hall of Famers in that one class? You know. Right. Right. Um. But but who knows? Um. Uh, well, right clearly, and this is actually a good segue 
launched into uh, NXT 2.0, yep. um, you know, they're, they're bringing on some new faces that are homegrown talent. Quite a few. Quite a few. But I was going to say, um, you know which ones are the homegrown talent? And... Yes, uh, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, basically, anybody that people didn't really recognize, those are all homegrown <laughs> talent. Uh, starting off with the horribly named uh, Bron Breaker. Yes, Bronson Breaker. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's horrible. I know why they don't want to call him Bron Steiner. Right, uh, trademark purposes. Well, well, not even trademark purposes. I, they, they don't want to touch the uh, Scott Steiner. I don't think they want any relation to Scott Steiner. I don't know. It'll be too hard not to, in today's day and age, it'll be like next to impossible. Uh, they already... On the show, they already made a, a reference to his father, you know, Rick. Yes. The, dog, I believe dog, the dog, dog face gremlin. Gremlin. Yeah, but they so did like, not call him Rick Steiner. Um, and the uh, the dirt sheets are saying that they're the uh, commentators were told not to say the Steiner name at all. All right. Well, like I said, we'll we'll see. Like I, I believe, like if uh, you know Bronson Breaker does decide to, and you know the future. Uh, to, you know, go up and do another promotion. It'd be the whole for him to, you know, not let the Federation touch his actual government name so he can, you know, use that for any, you know, monetary gains in the future. <clears throat> I feel you. And, and I guess, yeah, who knows? If he decides to go somewhere else, I'm sure he'll be he'll be Bronson Steiner. And exactly. Everyone will, everyone will immediately make the connection. Exactly. But, uh, but, but yeah, because he's, uh, he's a homegrown NXT talent. Yep. And uh, clearly, they uh, look like they want to give him a push. Impressive debut. Uh, when you, if you close your eyes and hear him talk, you think it is, you know, Scott. Like his voice is like uncanny to <laughs> right <laughs> to the to the style of legacy. Um, if I had to, you know, if I had to package him though, I would definitely t- mold him towards the heel persona, persona, uh, so you can you know tap into that inner. Scott, maybe not Rick so much, because Rick really, you know, he, he was, you know, better as a tag team uh, instead of, you know, as a solo run. Uh, but definitely, you know, he has the look of, you know, Scott as well. So I would definitely make him like a heel. Maybe change up the segment, because like I guess the, even though it's like a, a homage almost to like the old colors, we're not in the 80s no more. So <laughs> bright magenta pink colors, you know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> yes, you know, of uh, yesteryear. Whoops, but yeah. I would definitely, you know... Nope. Hello? Uh-oh. <laughs> Test one, two. One, two, three, four. Must went underneath the tunnel. Oh, oh you're back. Okay, yes. Yeah, them tunnels, yo. Exactly. But like I said, um, very impressive debut. Uh, yeah, agreed. Great finisher. He can move in the ring. I was, uh, you know, thoroughly pleased. You know, uh, I was just thinking, like, would he be better to have a manager or should he just rock it all solo himself? Like going um, forward, I think it depends what they want to do with him. Uh, looking at it right now, I think they want to push him as a big time baby face. Uh, 
Kylie kind of guy. He reminds me of a young John Cena. Uh, Prototype John Cena or Thugonomics John Cena? Um, the John Cena that was in between those two. Uh, what scene was ruthless aggression when he came out with the shorts, like the yeah, uh, was that, the doctor of thugonomics. Right before he was the doctor of thugonomics. And then he that was a prototype then. But he wasn't called the prototype. He was just called John Cena. So that's why I'm like, this was after prototype, before, before doctor <laughs> of thugonomics. So he had no gimmick. <laughs> right, he had no gimmick. <laughs> he, he, was, he, was, he was like kind of smiley, like because he was a good guy. And he was like kind of intense. Oh, okay. All right, and, and that's that's what I feel like. That that's the vibe I'm getting off of uh, Mr. Uh, Bron, 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 Bronson Breaker. Okay. All right. I'm like, yeah, he's kind of smiley, kind of intense, but uh, I don't feel like there's a lot more there yet. Um, the voice helps, though. The voice helps. <laughs> Tap it to the inner Scott. Right. I think even on his entrance, they gave him the they gave him some sirens too. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. I did not notice that, or I don't recall it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, so uh, I guess moving on with the the show, they also, uh, I believe, there was a, a tag team, female tag team uh, match that they had with uh, returning uh, Mandy Mandy Rose. Yes. A rose by any other name is still a rose. There you go. Uh, great match. I don't. I didn't know who the other team was. So I don't know if they were also homegrown, but they look pretty decent. You know, uh, they are homegrown talent actually. KC Catanzaro is from. Uh, she did the uh, what is that show called? American Ninja Warrior. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so she comes from that. Nice and. And her tag partner, and I feel bad. I don't remember her tag partner's name now. Um, but I think she's a homegrown talent, too. I, I'm honestly, don't quote me on that one. Okay. Um, but, I, but I do think that's the case. All right, cool. Um, the other tag match in that show that did ca- you know, catch my attention was with the Creed uh, brothers. That yes. was like my first time uh, seeing them. And woof. Intense, <laughs> big time intense. Um, I feel like not a lot of personality, but then that stable though, so that sort of helps. That that definitely helps because it's like, yeah, I, I was watching them and I'm like, all right, but I'm like, yeah, there, there's not a lot of uh personality there. But they were the was it Malcolm Bivens or Michael Bivens? Yes, yep, Malcolm uh, Bivens. What's the stable called? Um, uh, the Diamond Mine, Diamond Mine, okay, okay, um. Yeah, uh, and they have a, another female uh, wrestler who's pretty like pretty jacked. Um, yes, and, and then they have a uh, old boy from Undisputed, Undisputed um, uh, Roderick. Good old Roddy Strong. Roddy Strong, yes, the master of the backbreaker. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about what do you think about the stable? Um, I don't love it. Okay. Um, I How come? really liked Undisputed Era. Uh, okay. I understand why they had to break up, especially with Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, they're going to eight. No longer around. Yeah. But with all that being said, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I will say I don't love it. Uh, I get the premise, the the idea of it. Um, you know, supposed to be these are all shooters. Um, and, and we'll see where it goes. But uh, there, there's just not a lot of personality there for me to bite into. And I'm a guy that likes okay. a lot of personality. Okay. All right. Okay. 
Uh, what about yourself? What are your thoughts on them so far? I know this is your first time seeing them, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm digging the intensity. Uh, but like you said, you know, they're pretty vanilla in regards to their personality. But, it's, you know, it's a tag team. It's few and far between. And we know how Vince loves tag teams. So, so uh, you know, it was actually interesting to see two tag team matches on his new debut NXT show since he sort of hates tag teams. Right. You know? Uh, um, something different. Yeah, and I think uh, they brought the tag the team that they fought. They, they those were jobbers, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah, so I like, for I one like, moment. Yeah, yeah, I like when they bring uh, enhancement talent uh, to help. You uh, know. Uh, yes. Can I please do uh, a bacon cheeseburger? Hysterical. Also a chicken junior. <laughs> uh, I'm not really familiar with stable, but you know, I'll, we'll see how it, how it goes. Hopefully, it'll just. You know, uh, build momentum going forward. I don't, I don't know what they'll do with uh, uh, Rod Roderick, but uh, yeah, should be interesting. I assume he's going to get the um, two hundred five. Uh, well, I think now they're calling it the cruiserweight championship. Okay. Um, but yeah, I assume he's going to be getting the cruiserweight championship from Kushida. Okay. Because uh, okay. they've been. Yeah, they've been so they've been teasing Diamond Mine for for months. Um, they had like vignettes and things that were just like generic shots of like an MMA gym. Yep. Um, so I, I feel like you know they've got to do something big with it, but um, I don't think they're gonna get too behind it. So that's why I'm like, oh, like I, I think Bivens has talked about how Roger Strong is like the best cruiserweight wrestler they have. Blah 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 blah. So it makes sense to me for them to put the belt on him. It's not a belt they really care that much about. Right. And uh, and so they can be like, oh, here's that push we promised you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I said, it's good to see new faces. Uh, definitely with, with those two, with the Creed brothers, Vince got his, you know, his hosses. Those are some yeah. big dudes. Yes, um, no, for sure. And that's actually uh, something I want to touch back upon, actually, with going back to Braun, uh, Braun Breaker there. Um, also, another Haas. Uh, yes. Big dude. Big dude. Um, not, not tall. No, not tall. Not very tall. No. But, but okay, was his father and uncle really tall? Um, not in the grand scheme of things, no. Um, I feel like Rick, uh, when I... When I had him in my car, and uh, I feel like we were about the same height, he might have had an inch on me. Okay. And, and I feel like Scott, same thing. Um, when I saw him, I feel like, yeah, he maybe had an inch on me. Maybe. Okay. All right. But yeah, like you said, definitely Vince is, you know, looking toward his particular type. So uh, we'll definitely probably be seeing more of that of the same, you know, going forward. Um, and I was going to say, uh, Another new uh, hoss, uh, you know, that debuted was during the four-way match because uh, yes. it was with uh, Champa, originally Kyle, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, um, uh, LA Knight, and uh, He's done. right. And but I somehow know how uh, was allowed to stay in the match because originally I don't know if you remember, but I mm-hmm. believe originally it was a fight with Johnny Gargano was going to be in it too. Oh, really? I believe so, if I'm recalling correctly. Uh, okay. And then, like, he got taken out, like, for no reason. It's just like, oh, no, he's just got wedding stuff, so he can't do this match for the title. Uh, yeah, double duty, even though L.A. Knight did double duty because he originally 
went against uh, Bronson in his debut match. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Which I so like, I, that's not a good good sign for LA Knight. <laughs> yeah, to like, yeah, that was a little strange. But um, yeah, Kyle, uh, Kyle was taken out or O'Reilly for some strange reason. Um, and those skinny little legs. Yeah, but yeah, so strange. But <laughs> actually, I was gonna say he isn't he technically bigger than uh, Pete Dunn. Yes, I would say O'Reilly is bigger than Dunn, and that's why I was like, I don't know how Dunn got to stay in the match. Like, you know, they, <laughs> they got to justify that they're, they're paying his visa card. And yeah, pretty also, much. Dunn just resigned his uh, contract. Oh, good for him. So he won't be jumping anytime soon. No, dirt sheets say he signed a three-year, three-year deal. Uh, I don't know good for how much money. Good for him. Good for him. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah. So the person that replaced Kyle was um, man, I'm forgetting his name already. Something Von Wagner. Yes. Von. We'll just say uh, Wagner. But uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, he has to be definitely probably from the performance center because I did not see him before. Yes, yep. He's also a homegrown talent. Yep. Yeah, so it looks like uh, so it looks like a caveman, though. Uh, <laughs> he does look a little bit like a caveman. He's actually the son of uh, oh, who was his dad? One of the Beverly brothers. One of the Beverly brothers. Who? <laughs> Who are the Beverly Brothers? Uh, back in like 92, around that time period, they were managed by the Genius. They uh, wore purple gear. Um, oh, like okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's way, 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 way back. Yes, yes. Uh, so he is the son of one of them. Oh, okay. Can't tell which one, though. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure on that. Okay. All right. He was uh he was actually you know somewhat impressive uh, in that four way match. I think he got you know a couple of high spots in there, but um, they mostly had the veterans you know take control of, you know a majority of the match. But you know, yeah, of course, and they played it off well. Let him do his move, throw him outside the ring for a while to you know beat him up, throw him outside the ring so you know the others can do their do their little thing. But yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, there was also one other um, third generation, or I'm sorry, second generation superstar on the show. Who's that? Um, in the tag match with uh, Josh Briggs, former NCW talent, um, him and his tag partner was like something Jensen or something like that. Oh, against the Creed brothers? Um, no, they were against uh, Imperium. Oh, okay. That match was also on the show? Yes. Oh, okay. Must have missed How did I miss that? Okay. Um, it was like the second or third match, I want to say, but uh, it was Imperium um, okay. taking on Josh Briggs and his tag partner was like something Jensen. And okay. the, uh, the Jensen guy, he uh, is the son of Bull Buchanan. Oh, wow. That's a name I also haven't heard in a minute. Uh, okay. okay. Was he impressive? Um, he was all right. Um. Kind of, you know, they 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 definitely held their own. I was worried that they were going to have Imperium lose the match. I'm a big Imperium fan. Gotcha. Uh, but thankfully, Imperium won as they should. Um, but uh, yeah, um, he was all right. Uh, yeah, I'd say <laughs> there, there was nothing that that stuck out to me as like spectacular or like, oh wow. Okay. But definitely solid. Um, you know, and hung in there with Imperium. So good stuff there. 
Okay. All right. And I guess the last thing of the show was the whole wedding situation. Yes. Uh, oh, and before we get to the wedding, just for uh, anyone listening that doesn't know, Tommaso Ciampa won the four-way. Oh, uh, yeah. Spoiler, spoiler. So he is the new uh, NXT Heavyweight Champ. Yep. Which I, which I agree with, because uh, since they have all these you know new wrestlers coming up, they're going to need some sort of veteran that they can go after to, you know, control things. Totally. No, agreed. You know, because it would look a little silly if Van Wagner was the heavyweight champ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's not ready. I mean, you can clearly see that. Nah. And like you said, you're not, you're a little nervous about LA Knight. Um, so I don't think, and plus... I just, he just uh, too much biting the rock steeds for me to like even like jump on board with him having any sort of you know push. And, and that's your prerogative, absolute prerogative. Keep him, keep him at mid card. <laughs> man, LA Knight's the guy, the big Kavorka. <laughs> I, I, I would, I would make him a champ in a heartbeat. Heavyweight champ or like maybe US or TV champ? I'd make him heavyweight champ, absolutely. Okay, okay, <clears throat> and then um, obviously the other uh, was supposed. Well, and then Pete Dunn, would you make him NXT Heavyweight Champ? That's a tough one. Okay, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad if he was NXT Heavyweight Champ. Okay, but I don't know that I would make him NXT Heavyweight Champ. Okay, and then if Kyle Kyle was still in it, would would you even put the belt on him or let him do his thing? Same thing. Well, I wouldn't be mad if he was NXT champ, but I yeah. wouldn't make him NXT champ. Right, 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 right. I thought he was yeah, so. I, I loved him in any tag team he was in. Right. Whether it was him and Bobby Fish or whether it was him and Roger Strong. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so like I said, they made a great call with, uh, you know, Champa. Uh, so, you know, that's uh, hopefully going forward, the, the you know, the, new, the young wolves will be able to, uh, you know, do something with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, so last but not least was the wedding uh, to close out the show. Uh, it was a pretty long ceremony, too, because they made the title match not the last thing to end. <laughs> I know, which was surprising. I don't know. That's sort of Vince. Uh, he always does the he, he always does the wedding shows at the end, it seems like. <laughs> Very true. And I'm curious now, I mean, and we'll never know, but, uh, well, if multiverse theory is real in some yep. other universe, um, Triple H is still running things. Yep. But I'd be curious to know would he have put the title match last because he's an old school purist. Exactly. And, and probably start off with a wedding or something like that. Because right. I think well, a segment that, like that has to be one of your bookends, either the beginning or at the end. You Agreed. know what I mean? Okay. Like in the middle, it would just be so awkward. <clears throat> Definitely. It's such so. a. Uh, mood changer. Exactly. Exactly. Depending on how serious or, you know, comical it is. Like, in the past, we've had, like, the, the Stephanie and Tess type of thing was a little more serious. Uh, yep. Then you had, like, the Billy and Chuck was, like, you know, was more humorous. So, what this one fell into was on the, you know, the humorous tip, because you had, you know, a wrestler like Dexter Loomis, and then you, uh, you know, had his bride, you know, like a Beauty and the Beast type of thing. <clears throat> Definitely, but uh, I thought I thought this was well um, a well produced segment. I did too, actually. Um, you know, wasn't that bad. I was waiting to hate it because uh, yeah, exactly. Thought, Same oh, man, like so many things could go bad here, but no, it was, it was well done. It was funny. 
everybody, um, you know, I felt like got used, got used in the. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it just felt like a fun, fun skit. Now going forward with Dexter, though, see, because I, I character-wise, now you still pigeonhole him to just like comedic bits. Like, he, can he ever get back to like serious hitman type of? You know what I'm saying? Or, or is it pretty much a wrap for that character? So I think him, all he would need is a quick kill turn. Turn on, you know. But will people buy it? What's that? Will people buy it though? Um, I think so. Because I feel like part of, I feel like even part of the gag with the wedding and stuff was that he's an axe murderer. <laughs> true, true. But now that he's all showing his like sentimental side and saying I do, and all this lovey-dovey stuff, I don't know, yo. Like, I, I, it's so hard to come, you know, dig it. No, I feel you on that. Um, gonna be interesting to see where it goes but he's still yeah. kept a lot of uh for lack of a better term i'll just say he still kept a lot of his dexterisms i mean he choked out the priest true 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 but uh yeah so interesting to see how that how they go um like who who's he got a feud against like since now that him and johnny you know, Gargano all like best best buds now, so like I don't know, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, but maybe that's for the young, the younger uh, wrestlers to come up. Maybe they can go up against them and do something with do a program. So, but yeah, all no, I thought I thought the show was pretty pretty good for for a rebranding of uh, you know NXT. Uh, I see, hopefully, positives going forward with it. Yeah, I'm very curious to see where it goes going forward. Uh, I'm just hoping that they don't go in the direction of, oh, like, we just need to push the big guys, regardless of talent. Right. Because right. uh, that's, that's my fear for the company. True, true. But we'll, we'll see how it goes down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um... But yeah, like I said, all in all, I give it a, a thumbs up for the show. And like you said, looking forward to the future. I got you, man. But uh, yeah, so I guess, you know, on, on that note, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that is a recap of uh, NXT 2.0. Uh, you know, going forward next week, uh, hopefully we will uh, be able to get in touch with some uh, folks in the industry. Uh, if not, we'll definitely be going over, you know, uh, the ins and outs of the wrestling uh, world, uh, you know, as far as shows and you know any other news that uh, will be popping up at that time. And knowing sure. in today's day and age, uh, it's so hard not for wrestling to be in the light, either positive or negative. So, <laughs> so true, so true. And speaking of, just you know, to go over a couple quick things. Rapid mm-hmm. fires of what uh, Big E, new new WWE Raw champion. Yeah, spoiler for those that haven't peeped that yet. <laughs> yeah, spoiler for those that haven't peeps. Spoiler alert, but it, it's almost a week later. True, true. But I feel like it's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's pretty big news. Uh, we went from one black champion to a champion. That's a first, I believe. Yes. Yes. 
so that's pretty cool see yep what else is there uh what else is big big wrestling over on the aew side it's been announced next week on uh dynamite daniel bryan against kenny omega in a non-title match really so then that wow i'm impressed i would thought they would hold their first match at a pay-per-view i know right but now they're, they're pulling out the big guns yeah they, they need them ratings i guess right <laughs> right now they're uh again according to the dirt sheets they're beating raw in the 18 to 34 year old uh demographic nice good for them good for absolutely tony and the crew Yeah, uh, they're becoming a real company. Yeah, exactly, they just need to sustain that type of energy. Exactly. Hopefully they can. Hopefully they can. Are they still? Uh, are they still connected with uh, TNA? Are they still? Yeah, going back and forth. Okay. Christian, yeah, Christian's the uh, Impact Champion right now, and he's still, still. I mean, he's an AEW guy ultimately. Yep. And uh, the Good Brothers, they're the Impact Tag Champs. And they go okay. back and forth. Okay. Uh, so now the AEW is working with all the companies. Minoru Suzuki, um, he was just on Dynamite this week against John Moxley. Okay. So uh, now they're doing some really cool stuff. Uh, I- I'm really excited to see where things go for them going forward. Uh, it's going to be interesting, you know. Yeah, man. So much wrestling. Not enough time. So, so true. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like, number one, I, I'm, I'm probably a unique person because really much all I watch is wrestling. Yep. And like, I feel like I watch so much wrestling and I don't even watch like half the wrestling that's out there. <laughs> it's too much. It really is. I'm like, it's I, too I typically much. watch AEW, Rampage, and I typically watch SmackDown and NXT, and I like fast forward to Raw. Yep. And uh, I'll, I'll that, uh, you know that 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 still leaves Impact, Ring of Honor, NWA, and then various indie companies too. Exactly, like uh, uh, NCW. Is uh, yep. uh, uh, MLW are they still going strong too? Yeah, MLW. Okay, all right. So yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of promotions. They're doing big things. PWG um, is coming back. Uh, what will CZW? That's a good question. I haven't, I haven't heard much noise from CZW in a while. Okay. But that doesn't mean they're not doing things. I, I just might not be in that circle. Okay. Okay. Uh, I know right. CZW right now. They've got a lot. Uh, John Moxley just won the GCW title. Okay. Which is so strange. There's another more cross promotional uh, <laughs> matches. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, wrestling's wrestling's pretty exciting right now, man. A lot of stuff going on. <laughs> a lot of, lot of moving parts. It's been another fantastic edition of Before the Three Count. One, two, three. Ding, ding, ding.